How did the murders take place? They were um, castrated. They were. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're talking about one friend sucking another friend's dick. <laughs> I would never disown one episode of TSD. No. Maybe the ones I was I weren't on though. Right. <laughs> so That's not <laughs> Tell him, Steve Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell him, Steve Dave. I am sitting here around the ping pong table with Walt. Hello. And with BQ. Hello. BQ, right out of the gate. Congratulations. Thanks, bud. A decade, Walt. A decade of making people laugh, making people smile. Yeah. More. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't Almost more? 13 years. 13 years? We shot it in Well, 10 seasons, yeah. 10 seasons over, over 12, let's say 12 years. Right. We wrapped it, season 10. And it's about to start. Starts, oh yeah, I should point that, <laughs> I guess I should say that. Uh, yeah, February 9th, the new season of Joker starts um, on True TV and TBS, simulcasting. Two networks. Two networks. Double uh, fisted networks. That's right. We got uh, you know, <laughs> guests, we got uh, our boy uh, season premiere, going hard, Brett Michaels. Whoa. Brett Michaels, bro. Poison? Poison. That's right. That's a way to kick it off. You fucking bet your ass. Oh, <laughs> I'm excited, man. He came in, he killed. And Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rudd's on the same episode. And Paul Rudd's on the same episode, yeah. Wow. I, how is Brett Michaels uh, getting top billing in, in over Because we Ant-Man. have practical jokers keep it real. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got Ant-Man coming out in February, too. I know. <laughs> Brett Michaels, bro. Is he in the Ant-Man costume? No. He, what happened, Paul brought his daughter to uh, set. Because she's a fan of the show. And then he jumped on camera with us to have some fun. That's dope. Yeah. So it's him and Brett Michaels got along so well. It was awesome. Like they had such a good time with each other. So that comes across on screen. Where else are you going to see Paul Rudd and Brett Michaels grab an ass together on television? You is, tell me. Is Nowhere. it easier for super famous, super super celebrities to connect and immediate have that immediate connection and uh, you know that – yeah. Is it is there something about like being like, hey, you're you're super famous. I'm super famous. I don't Just think it's click. that. I don't think it's that. No, it's not that. I, I, it's not that. Oh, we're in the super famous club. I think what they see with each other is here's someone I've been a fan of. Like normally, it's a one way street. I'm Paul Rudd. People are a fan of me, right? Like so, I think when you meet someone that you're excited to meet, it's probably rarer. You know. Like I like you because of this. I like this. You like your song. And I like your movie. This. Yeah. And you just keep throwing compliments back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, you don't really do that. I, I didn't <laughs> notice that. <laughs> no, no. You just like you know. It's like you feel like you know someone because they've been in your life so long. And I think that you know every, everybody has that. There have to have been people on the show though. You don't have to name names. Yeah. But people that you're like, oh, why did we have this guy? No. There was no. no. There was, I know for us there there were uh, people. Well the. No. At least personally. <laughs> no, not really. No? There was one person that we were – I don't want to say who it was, uh, but we were told that they're coming to set with 15 people and that we only have about 20 minutes of prep time with them before they go on and nobody's allowed to talk to them before that. 
And when this person got to set, they were there with three people and they were perfectly nice and happy and hung out the entire time. So, uh, we were, so, so their people set it up like they were high maintenance. And yeah. Then. And then, yeah, that was, that was it. That was the only choppy thing. You get weird things like that. Like we have a uh, Cal Penn on. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I love those Harold and Kumar movies so much. So I was like super excited to talk to him about that. Then I wanted to start sucking his dick. Like you pointed out, well, I was like, oh, I love it. Okay, hold on. I just want to, Brian made that. Made oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. That You're right. <laughs> Yours was kissing ass. Uh, no, were... no. It's just throwing compliments back. <laughs> got it, got it, yeah. Yeah. No, no, nothing about the lower regions. Okay. All right. No lower. <laughs> um, and I was excited about that. And on the phone with his uh, manager agent, he was like, they were like, yeah, no, no, don't talk about Harold and Kumar. And we're like, what? And then we got to set and right away I started talking about Harold and Kumar and he fucking loved it. And then when I told him what we had heard, he goes, I I have never given that instruction in my life. He goes, I don't know why somebody would tell you that. He goes, those movies made my career. I love, I love the And we talked about them first. So everybody's, everybody was fucking great. Great. It's the people around the star that are so fucking worried that you're going to ruffle their feathers that they have to like overcompensate. Yeah. Well, they got to justify their job. Yeah. You know, they got to show up. It's like, like we had uh, basketball players on and they were like, you can't ask for signatures and stuff like that. Don't, mm. don't ask for that. And then by the end, they were signing basketballs for the whole crew member and shit <laughs> like that. You know, everybody night, they get there, they're excited. But, but this is, uh, especially these first five episodes. Any, any ants out there who have a, Nielsen box. Nielsen box. I need you guys. Do they still yeah. exist? Yeah, oh, they yeah. exist. Yeah? Oh, Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, the They'll first... never get rid of the Nielsen boxes. They need them. Well, they need ratings. But they. But anyway, if you guys are out there, and I know you are, uh, like, never ask you for anything. Because <laughs> we don't have a season 11 yet. The show might be over. We don't know. And I think that hinges on, for the first time ever, on ratings. Right. So if you guys are out there and could do that, I would appreciate that because I'd still like to make the show. Of course. Fucking love it. Why love why the not? crew. Love 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 doing it. We're having a lot of we fixed it, figured out how to use celebrities in a great way. We're having a blast, man. So mm. now you're also going on tour. Yeah. I should probably promote that too. Busy bee over here. <laughs> yeah, we're back on tour in practice live. I think we kick off in Pittsburgh on uh February second. Mm, we have warm up shows, but I think the first official show is in Pittsburgh. Uh I never I never promote our shit and I always get He's got shit for that. Oh, February 2nd. Holy shit, that's close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2nd, right Pittsburgh, around the corner. Camden, New Jersey, and Boston, although I think Boston sold out already. But uh, yeah, so we're back on tour, man. Now, it's not too late because the tour hasn't started. Would you, would you guys consider doing something very similar to Madonna's tour announcement video? Why? What's going on? Oh, you never saw it? No. Oh, you, did you see it, Walt? No. Oh, is it recent? The, or is this it might be old? a moot point. Yeah, okay. it's... Uh, it's recent. I, I encourage everyone to seek it out and watch it because it's like a level of cringe that you're like, I, I can't uh, really? believe somebody thought this was a good idea. I can't believe once it was shot, they went ahead with it. It's Madonna sitting at a table, a big table with a bunch of celebrities. Uh, most of them I don't recognize, but one was um, uh, Jack Black is there. Oh, wow. Uh, Jack Black Amy Schumer there? is there. Wiz Khalifa is there. Amy Schumer makes sense. Lil Wayne is there. And um, much to my disappointment, Eric Andre was there. Eric Andre? Yeah. I like Eric Andre. I fucking love Eric He's fucking Eric funny Andre. as hell. I was sad to see him in this company because it's like 
they're all sitting around and they're playing this. They're going to be like, let's play truth or dare. Yeah. And of course, Madonna immediately comes out with this like super vulgar dare to yeah, Amy Schumer. She's still, she's still doing that. She's 65 and she's still trying to like, she, she really tried to keep it edgy the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And the, you're just looking at her and you're like, this, if a space alien came to Earth, this is what it would look like. Right. She looks, cause they like, uh, they had a side by side with her, uh, early material girl years where she looks like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And not like the corpse of Marilyn Monroe. It, <laughs> she, she looks, looks like now. Oh my God. She looks horrible. So then they go through these series of truth or dares and some are dumb. Some are like at one point somebody's like, I dare you to tongue kiss Jack Black to Madonna. Mm. And Madonna, it was Jack Black like – Jack Black was like, so like, excited. Uh, I would, I would like, have been horrified. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, wait a minute. I thought I was doing you a favor. <laughs> not, yeah, nobody not, said not anything about dare. this. I'm the, I'm the object of a dare nope. that, you, that like, some people would not want to kiss me. You're in, you're in the company of a bunch of other fucking celebrities. Madonna, arguably the biggest celebrity at the table. Yeah. Like she's – I mean that's – Madonna. That's a name. No matter what she is now, she's Madonna. She's Madonna. And – Jack Black reacts and very positively, though. He goes, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then Madonna proceeds to- Poor jip. Jack Black, though. Oh. It's such a, like, a- There's a, What else can he say? Backhanded, uh, like, reason I, for him to be there. Yeah. I, I would make out with Madonna if I could. Would you? Right, but if somebody- I mean, it's a, on, a, on a life's checklist, man. Making oh. out with Madonna, it's, you know- it's Maybe not making out with Madonna bored. 30 years ago. But, yeah. the, but, it, but yeah, Isn't it better if I, I make I, out with Madonna you, now? Yeah. Now that I think about it. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I was off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, but isn't it all about context though how it's presented you're, you're it's not like you know you just shimmied up to madonna at a club and all yeah. of a sudden you guys start making out it's because she, she's kissing you because she, she was dared she was dared doesn't yeah. it lose a lot of a bit of it it's a kazazz yeah, somebody <laughs> better picked, somebody picked jack black because they thought he was the, he was the least likely she'd want to make out with <laughs> Um, there's a guy who deep throats a bottle, but then Amy Schumer, and it's just like the acting is fucking atrocious. She's like, I know, I dare you to go on a world tour and do all your hit songs. And Madonna's like, do you think people would go to that? Someone's holding a, a cue card. Oh my it, like, god, reading it. Oh, dude, it's fucking embarrassing and hard to watch. Wow. Well, I, if I can't stand up for Eric Andre, uh, he, he, you know. If somebody called me to go to that, I would go to you that. You would go to that? Oh, 100%. 100%. You got it because it's so weird. But then it's like – it's almost like – it's not as bad. But it's like being part of those woke videos that you're fucking – Yeah. That, that all those people are putting out. Yeah. It's a little less embarrassing because it's at the – cap. it's at like the – to me, the altar of capitalism. Yeah. And they're drinking and they're having a good time and shit. It appears anyway. I, I mean, is she going to sing her old songs? Is that what's going on? Four decades of music. So all the hits from the past 40 years. Well, sounds like a good show. Well, no. come on. She's smart enough to realize she better not play any new shit because no one gives a fuck. Nobody cares. Yeah. Right. Material girl. Mm -hmm. But now <laughs> Material she, girl. Now she regrets material girl. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, don't preach. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that? Oh, fuck. Not another new one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, shit. I knew I'm going to go take a piss. I'm going to snack bar. Yeah. I'm going to go take a whiz. <laughs> <laughs> Call me if she sings material, girl. <laughs> you think she'll sing it again? <laughs> but she denounces material, girl. She says what? it, it oh, sends the wrong message. It's, oh, my God. That, no. Yeah, she said that? She, yeah, she says it sends the oh wrong message that, that, that women are vapid and only want to shop. Oh, and are, God. And, remember when you were fun, Madonna? Yeah, remember, remember when you were right, Madonna? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody fucking overanalyzed it. People were just like, hey, that's a catchy song. Let me dance to it. Yeah, like if you've made millions of dollars off a song, just fucking don't hey, sell don't it. Don't disown out. it. Yeah, some class. Imagine if we disowned the. I would never disown one episode of TSD. No. Maybe the ones I, was, I weren't on, though. Right. <laughs> so that's not <laughs> Coming out against them. <laughs> but official Tell Him Steve Dave episode, you're yes, fully yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah, I'll always be proud to p- promote them and never like say like, oh, well, this was this sent a bad message. Right. Yeah. Even though some of them did. They <laughs> continue to. Yeah. yeah. Up to including today, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, so, you got a lot going on, BQ. Well, a lot less going on as of yesterday, yeah. Well, I mean, you got the big tour. What, is the it, big does the tour, tour have a nickname? It's the Drive, 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 Drive Tour, which is from a punishment on the TV show that I tell the story about, where they made me drive for 11 hours listening to those that like this 30-second song over and over again. <laughs> uh, we talk about that. Yeah, no, we talk about Benjamin Cat a little bit on stage. Like it's a, it's a blast. I talk about my dead cat. Yeah, uh, yeah. So this is every night. Do this? No, no, no. Once we, well, the next two weeks are are because we're, we're doing a bunch of warm up shows just to make sure like all the materials going. And then once we start February second, I think it's like every other weekend, um, for the next six months, and then we'll start adding shows and stuff. So you know what that means, Walt? Finally. Me, Q, and just Sunday Jeff can do Sunday Grind, Basket Case, oh, one and two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got some free time. All right. Now I've been waiting talking. a long time for this. I got them all outlined and ready to go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Once February 13th comes, man, my schedule is so, so much easier. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But please, please watch the show, my aunts. and uh, Watch the show. Come to the come to see us on the live show. There's a bunch of tell them Steve Dave little, little things in there, too. Yeah. I could say Mr. Whiskers at one point. I'm doing little things like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, what do I have here? I had some, some shit I wrote down over the, oh, we went to a car museum. Oh yeah? Yeah. There's not much to speak of though, except Frank still insists on eating onion rings, which, uh. In a car, a small car? No. Uh, in a restaurant. They, they, he has severe digestive issues with onion rings to the point where he has to, like, if he eats them, then he has to stop. Like you gave him a ride, you got, he gave you guys a ride home from the car yeah. museum. Did you stop many times for the bathroom? Or? Uh, no. You know, he seemed to be this time. He didn't have such uh, an adverse reaction. He says explosive. To, to explosive the, uh, to diarrhea. Yeah. Like that. You know you love onion rings when you still eat them when you're going through hell afterwards. Yeah. You really got to love the taste of onion rings. They're not even that great. <laughs> I've never had one. I, I, had like them. I like onion rings. I, I had them and I'm like, they're okay. But yeah. like if I knew they were going to get me sick. There's, there's no, or no way. even the potential. Like, yeah, there's e- no way even if it was like the greatest slice of pizza, like the, from the pizza parlor I loved, if it got me sick every time, mm-hmm. yeah. After two times, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> never should have given up the, the first time. Parlor, right? Don't get fucking <laughs> bloody diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, speaking of Frank Five, mm-hmm. I meant to mention this. We shot a bit for the show a few weeks ago, and I was getting out of my car. 
And uh, and I went to look in something, and the Frank Five Day pin that I had taken was yeah. in my car. So there's a bit where we're getting interviewed, we're pretending to get interviewed, and I put it on my thing. So those Frank Five pins are about, about to, to jump up yeah, in uh, you. I wish problems. I had more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Frank Five Day pin will be on Jokers this season. Nice. You would have liked this car museum. They had a uh, well. They DeLorean. Had, they had a DeLorean. They had a DeLorean. Bruce. All pimped out with yeah. with the uh, what it had the. What did it have? The proton power? Oh, it had everything. It had something that Frank didn't have, and Frank was a little jelly. The uh, flux oh. capacitor? Yeah, yeah it had it. everything. There's yeah. nothing it didn't have. There was a General Lee. Ooh, nice. Which you don't see. No. The General Lee all that much on display anymore, with good reason. But Less he had people General to have the balls to put it on screen were the comic book men. Yeah, yeah. you see where that got us. <laughs> <laughs> we got integrity. We got balls. Yeah, we got balls, don't you know? Yeah. We don't no have jobs, a show. But balls. <laughs> if they were to remake that today, let's say they're like some executives, like I got a great idea, new version of Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. If they make it today, they're just putting the American flag on top, right? If that. I don't even think they would call the car to General Lee. I don't think that they'll – I'm sure it won't even be orange with the O one. I'm sure it'll be a totally different car, safe and yeah, you uh, can't totally vanilla. I would just make it a it'll white be a, it'll be a pri- Datsun. A Prius. Yeah, a white Prius. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you can put it. What car. do you mean a white Prius? Canceled. show's canceled. Um, they had a Ghostbusters car, except get this. Get this, Q. Yeah, he, he had the Ghostbusters car from the good, the best Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was the hearse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was. It was screen used. Oh, he, so he got it. He picked yeah, it up at a yard it. sale or whatever. Yeah, and he has, went. and he has the um, the poster of the of the movie it came from, and the TV next to it on a loop showing the movie. And I said to Brian, I was just like, I wouldn't even say it was from the. From that Ghostbusters, I would just be like, because nobody, I, I think the common person would be like, oh my God, it's Ghostbusters car. Yeah. Especially. I, the, I think common, not you. Especially the common person at, of this demographic, because everyone was like 85 years old. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we brought yeah. down the mean average age okay. quite a bit. It was I all mean, old white guys. You have to remove right. yourself and your I like the way that Ecto-1 looks. I don't think they it fucked up cool. that at all. Yeah. I thought it looked great. But I think the common man does not. If he sees the two cars side by side, he's going to be like, which one is from the original? I don't know if most people can pick it out. I don't out. know about that. The old one, it's a Cadillac. It's such a, it's such a classic. I think you're it's just been around too, for you beloved, 30 something years. You love it too much though to like, to be able to separate. I guess, but I'm not the only one. The whole ad campaign on the new, when the afterlife came out was on the car at first and people were losing their minds. They liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't have much to worry about. He's no. He's got no. so many other cars. What else? He had a Batmobile. The oh yeah. Six. Yeah, it was unbelievable. The number of cars he had. The you guys uh, were in a, the a original. Lot of, a lot of muscle cars. What's up? You guys were in we the were original. A replica. a replica Batmobile, yeah. but the original helicopter. Uh, probably a replica as well. Oh really? I thought yeah. that was the only original. Mike went up and out a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's weird though, like when like when I I didn't notice. What's at that first. club you join when you uh, get up, when you're in the oh, air? Mile High Club. Yeah, he joined him the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they were going into a that tailspin. Was that, was the, that was one of the jokes I made. It didn't get in. I didn't make it. <laughs> so now I can tell it now. <laughs> pull up! Pull up! <laughs> <laughs> the jokes. 
Shirts never change with the screw. <laughs> I saw a thread on Reddit of someone fucking like bashing comic book men because all it was was Brian Dillon, Mike and Mingay jokes. And that's the, the fucking like the the essay this person wrote is why comic book men never like went above, like never achieved any kind of level of success. Okay. Because, Six or seven, <laughs> I can make jokes, and I was like, "I don't make them like that anymore." Man. <laughs> you gotta treasure that shit. You're not yeah. gonna see that again. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> His like shall never walk the earth again. <laughs> yeah, I, I told Michelle. I maybe even said it on an episode of uh, Behind the Fake Counter where I was like, "We." existed in this small pocket of time where you could do that. Like, just as we were not renewed, it kind of ended. Like, mm-hmm. if we were still on the air today, there's no – I mean, or, or even for the past couple of years, there's be no notes. way. There'd be notes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time notes. That's funny, man. <laughs> I love that a guy wrote an essay about it. He was angry about it. Like, he was saying that, like, I guess somebody wrote how much they like comic book men and why they wondered why it didn't get a bigger – Audience, why it never found a bigger audience because it contains everything that this particular person loved, and this other person then wrote, well, This is why. And like he was slamming the keyboard saying that, like it was, it was due to fucking all the gay jokes that uh, were flying hot and heavy. On, oh, on those the were set. the days. They're not really gay jokes, though. You're talking about one friend sucking another friend's dick. That's like, you're not making fun of gays. You're being like, you put his dick in your mouth. Yeah, even though you're both married. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, that why, why are you doing that? <laughs> I don't care that you do it. I'm just pointing out that you do it. Yeah, yeah like if I was a true homophobe, I wouldn't hang out with him, right? Yeah. That's a pretty thin, ex- pretty thin excuse for a fucking defense. Years of like, hey, guys. <laughs> That's oh, fucking pretty funny. That's great, man. I uh, I had a, an idea for a prank superstar. Okay. It's a little involved, and I'm curious to hear your opinion on it, where I could get, like, Mary Beth's parents don't know Troy. Okay. So he could be the one to make this call. <laughs> but he, I want him to call Mary Beth's parents and see, I need her involvement in this, and I'm, it's proving difficult. Calls her parents and says, they were doing a welfare check, and uh, they're trying to get in t- touch with Mary Beth. Okay. Has, have they heard from him in a while? And I was like, this would necessitate you not talking to him for like, say, a week or so. Sure. And I, I'm starting to understand why she doesn't want any part of this. They're going back and forth, and the you know the and then Troy would be like, you know, since there's been you know a, a history of domestic violence in the house, you know, we're gonna we needed to uh, yeah. follow up on that. And Mr. Johnson was very uncooperative. He wouldn't let us in the house. He said that uh, she left with a guy in a white Civic, and that's the last he saw of her. <laughs> so you want to pull like a, <laughs> <laughs> What's the joke? <laughs> that's a Mary Beth said. She goes, yeah, this is funny to who? I yeah, like, I don't know what the joke is. I, like, this, is this, was... goes, this goes a lot into the segment I, I, I created for today. Okay. This, is, this, go, this plays into very much – like, like this is happening – in the real world daily. Like, do you know how many fucking women are going missing and their right. husbands are now being arrested for their murder? It's like It seems like a lot. A lot. <laughs> and like, there's been a rash of these in yeah. the last couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to play upon that, that it's newfound popularity. <laughs> 
it's trending. <laughs> I thought in the end you were going to be like the switch was she was beating the shit out of you. And that was what her parents were going to find out, that she's abusive towards you. Oh, that could be. But no, instead you were like, let me just terrify you <laughs> and menace her parents. Well, yeah. Hey, what, if her, what if one of them has a heart attack on the phone? You don't know what could happen. Well, Mary Beth would have to be complicit, so I could be like, hey, it's not only my fault. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Not this. a good <laughs> prank? No. You know me, dude. I love to just support you, but this one I, I would advise you to put it to the side. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Like, how many? Like, did you see the guy? He he killed his four kids and his wife, and then like when they had his funeral, yeah, they did. photoshopped Jesus in his place. How? F- oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, there's been a, a lot of of these types of stories in the news lately about the you know the husband reporting the wife missing, right. And of course, they fucking inevitably find all these fucking horrific, gruesome right. internet searches about how to dispose of a body and. So yeah, it's been a it's been in the news quite a bit lately. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of notes about that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, com- uh, Kevin gets murdered. What was that? Kevin or Kevin was- Smith? Yeah, what was it? Someone's phone's going off. Is this probably get him? Get him. That's the Kevin's fuck? phone. I don't know. It's sitting here. Yeah, probably Where? one of his six phones. Um, Kev gets murdered. Mm-hmm. A week later, Mike gets murdered. The Ooh. following week, Ming gets murdered. Ooh. They so cannot... all they're killing all the comic book men? The comic, comic book, book men murders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do we change our daily routines? Unless, like, it's coming from inside. It's me or Walt, since we're oh, the only you, survivors. Yeah. But it did, like, I did wonder, like, how would you change up your daily routine if... if well, at kind of... which... What number murder... Do you begin to be like, oh my god, they're killing the cast of comic book men off one by one? Is it does it go have to go to Ming or is it? I think it goes if then I would I would think that if it went from like say Kev to Ming, but Kev to Mike, I might be like, oh, it's somebody with something against the stash. Then as soon as they pull Ming into the mix, I'm like, well, this now there's a pattern. <laughs> um, how did the murders take place? Uh, they were um, castrated. They were. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, so usually, it, usually though, that's a crime of passion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you think it was a murder suicide, and either Mike or Ming did it. Uh, <laughs> Three wow. weeks apart. <laughs> Oof. Brutal, huh? I don't know. Uh, how would I change my day to day? Yeah, because you got to now. You got to look out, man. You got to look over your shoulder all the time. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe I just. Uh, Maybe I just take a long, like, a, a vacation. Like a, a couple, sabbatical? Yeah. yeah, maybe I go away for a couple of weeks, a month, mm-hmm. you know, put up another, put up a ring maybe, but maybe a camera on the house. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you're going to stop them getting <laughs> murdered. <laughs> <laughs> It'll record it at best. I put up a, a beware of dog sign mm-hmm. on the lawn. Gun? You might have to know. get a gun. I don't know. They yeah, fucking com- killed three of our guys. I don't know if I'm comfortable with a gun in the house. You know, I, I'm, I'm – that's a – that's a, yeah, I just would be so – like I couldn't even imagine pulling the trigger on a gun. That's like – yeah, it's for me anyway, yeah. So I had a target. I think I – obviously I could do it. Right. But my God, uh-huh. pulling the trigger if someone's even coming would be so fucked up. Like he's coming towards you. Yeah, at a, at a person, that would be insane. I don't even know if I could do it. I guess he's, in the moment. He got it. He's going to yeah, get you. Yeah, he's got, You're he's too got, competitive. He's got his castration he's, knife out. Yeah. 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 He's, he's yeah. hooked. He's ready to geld you. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. 
speaking of castration knife, I got a, um, I told you guys, but you know, I've got a lot of emails about my, about my health recently. Mm. So I want to thank all the concerned listeners and all the wonderful messages and everything. But after that podcast dropped last week, I got one of the most solid, uh, pieces of, uh, I don't know what you call a piece, but, uh, moves that I've ever had, you know, regarding, you know, a doctor, which I don't have a lot of experience anyway, but my doctor called me because he listened to the podcast. That is, that blew my mind when you told me that. Isn't that absolutely jaw dropping? It make me wonder though, like I I thought about it a little bit afterwards. He called to give you To tell me that the stinging was, it was totally normal. Don't worry about it. It's totally normal. You probably had uh, like a tear from the catheter and everything, the the big boy catheter. It did make me think though. I was like, wait, that means Walt didn't go to the doctor the next day like he said he was going to. I did not. Right. I I was going to wait until Monday and he called on Monday, which really fucking terrified me when I got the – because it's Martin Luther King Day. You know. Never get bad news on that day. Well, it's a holiday and the doctor's calling me. Right. That's got to be bad news, I thought, but it turned out it wasn't bad news. So that was a boss move. It was really sweet of him to call and put my mind at ease. And Did, did you, like when he called and, and told you to listen to the episode, did you try to upsell him on Patreon? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're a doctor. You could afford the highest tier. Adamant, man. Come on. <laughs> you you got to be an Adamant pulling in. I know what you're pulling in from what I got the bill. <laughs> Isn't it fucked up? Even with insurance, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It is fucking nuts what they charge for an overnight stay mm-hmm. at, a, at a hospital in America. Uh, but what was I saying, though? Um yeah, I, I just thought that was really, really, uh, you know, he didn't have to call, and he called, which I thought was sweet. Yeah, that's nice. It, it seemed like a a weight was off your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. You know. New lease on life. New, new, new view on things. Uh, also, oh, I also got uh, a lot of people telling me that after you've had anesthesia, some people will um, have a bout with depression. Oh, really? Yeah, more than one person told me that. Okay, and. Uh, Tom Elizowski, he works in the medical industry, told me, yeah, that's that's not that uncommon. He goes, you know, I've heard people say that, like, after the, after the anesthesia wears off, you could have, you know, some hmm. some form of a little depression afterwards. That's, like, more related to the fact that you're having medical issues than – because if you're going like feeling under, down about yeah, circumstances. Yeah, I wonder if it's like – Well, no, because I should have been – shouldn't have been, right? I mean, like, okay, I'm here. Everything worked out. Yeah. I should have been in a great mood. But it, it turns out I was having a hard time getting in a good. It's all over now. That wore off. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, that's good to hear. Wow, I'm glad you're feeling better, man. Yeah, I feel really good. Being like you. a 25 year old, as promised. Uh, yeah, it comes out like a fucking racehorse, yeah. man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What he wants it to, when he doesn't. <laughs> I was thinking about posting a video. Yeah. <laughs> Deb, Deb, come look at this. <laughs> Check out this stream. I need you to hold this camera. Film this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, your phone was going off. Speaking of Patreon, tell them Steve Dave is on Patreon, Q. We are. This is a copy that I was told to read this week because all right. we do not promote Patreon enough. We do not. Or at all. For only $5 a month, you can access the bonus show archive, hours of Patreon-exclusive shows, and new content that's added weekly, hours upon hours of podcasting greatness. There are shows like the all-new Sunday Jeff Show, It's All About Frank, Purveyors, Playlist, and Pod. She even got that right. So, oh, that's why, that's why there's... 
That's why there's a Playlist. question mark at the end. <laughs> if that's not enough, there are tiers with six different tiers. You can choose the one that works for you. Get exclusive video content and merchandise and access to a fan favorite Tales from Behind the Fake Counter. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave. That's patreon.com slash Dave. Thank you, Patriots, for all your support. She also tells me to give a personal endorsement. What shows are coming up? What's your favorite per- Patreon show? Please personalize. I will not. No. Well, I, have, I have a request from the uh, from those big upper tier ants, uh, the Adam and the and the Bullet, I believe it is, or Bulldog. I think it's Bulldog. Uh, if you haven't voted for your size for the bathrobe, please do so now. I have like seventy five people who didn't vote. Oh, really? For the size they need for the TSD bathrobe that's coming up, and. I need you to go and enter your size or else you're not going to get a bathroom then. You're fucked. Yeah. So we got like 75 people who don't check their emails or it goes to their spam. Right. You know, but yeah, that's a lot to, uh, I'm waiting on 75 people. That's a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. The poll was released a couple weeks ago. So just go through your posts and you'll be able to find them. Terry cloth. Ooh, nice. Yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be a, What's the artwork on it? Uh, it's a TSD and a flash. I thought on the back, oh, something awesome, simple. Man. I gotta yeah. get one of those. Yeah. What size are you? On a bathrobe? Uh, you want to go big and fluffy? So I guess an extra large. Okay. Yeah. Just so I know. I'd take an XL too. All right. Yeah. I usually yeah, take this. It's pretty sweet. Uh, this shocking news. Okay. Facebook and Instagram may lift ban on bare breasts. There's a ban on. On bare breasts? Yeah, you're not allowed to show your tits on Instagram? on Instagram or Facebook. Okay. For some reason, you can do it on Twitter. I'm not sure why. Okay. But only for trans and non-binary users. How do they know? That was my question. Like, can't you just, if you really want to show your tits on Instagram, can't you be like, oh, I'm just I'm non-binary? Yeah. And But non-binary means, like, you don't adhere to one gender. If I'm, if I know this, if I'm. I think that's what it is, yeah. Okay, so what happens if today I feel uh, like I'm a woman, right? I'm a, sure. biologically a woman. And I show my tits. But tomorrow, I'm feeling more like a dude. Do I need to then delete that post? No, I think that you're just non-binary. That's who you are. It's not what you are on each day. It's just that you have the right to show your tits whenever you want. Now, my biggest problem with this. You have a problem with tits? Yes. Oh. Not enough of them. Oh. (laughs) Now, I say if you are a biologically born woman and you don't adhere to any of the, the, you know, the, the labels, the genders, any of that stuff. Sure. You're just like, hey, I'm a woman. Sure. Why can you not show your tits? That to me seems like discrimination. Uh, Big they, time. They probably want to stay probably about staving off porn and stuff like that, right? But non-binary and trans, it's like especially trans, it's like, oh, a trans woman can show her boobs. Well, I think – Then they're not – they don't really consider you a woman. Well, do you think the thing is that like I, I could show my boobs on Instagram no problem? Right. Because, you know, I only have small ones. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, because, you know, guys walk around with their shirts off all the time and what they're saying is like, it's a weird rule. Like, just make it, just let it fly. Across the board. Yeah, why are you even? Boobs. So the only people who can't take advantage of this are people who identify as women? Yes. Everybody else but women can show, can show nipple. Everybody. Or a non, this is. This is why I can't. I, it's I don't, hard to follow I, the rules. I don't rules. fucking know what's going on anymore. My 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 fervent wish is that Instagram threads this needle and uh, pulls it off. Good luck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. See, it says here, um, 
Meta's oversight board, an independent body of experts, which Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg has called the company Supreme Court for content moderation and censorship policies, ordered Facebook and Instagram to lift a ban on images of topless women for anyone who identifies as transgender as non-binary, meaning they view themselves as neither male nor female. Now, for transgender people, I don't think that's true. I think they definitely view themselves I do not know. as male or, or female. If you're cisgender, you're fucking out of luck. Well, no. If you're a cisgendered female, you're out of luck. Cisgendered female, yeah. I can, I can, I can let these puppies fly in its own. All day long. Mm -hmm. Well, who's going to do anything? (laughs) Besides not watch? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, would be everybody. Uh, The board cited a recent decision to overturn a ban on two Instagram posts by a couple that describes themselves as transgender and non-binary that posed topless but covered their nipples only to have the post flagged by other users. These boards should probably all be disbanded. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm on that board and they're like, well, should cisgender ladies get to show their boobs? I'm like, yeah. yeah what, what kind of dumb about? question is that? What is this meeting about? Yeah. <laughs> Are we done? Are we done here? Yeah. So, ladies, if it comes down to it, you get a change.org going or something, yeah. you can count on my signature. To allow well, – but but the, the, the loophole's there already though. They just got to say they're not binary and that's that. Yeah, but maybe that's offensive to the non-binary community but and certainly to the You can't trans- fact check it. You can't fact check that. That's true. Their friends can though. And then Their maybe people don't, don't want to come out as non-binary. Like I should – as a cisgender woman, I should be allowed to show my tits. Without and not, jumping and without, without going through, yeah, these loopholes and shit, trying to pretend I'm something that I'm not, which is what they were asking transgender people to do for God knows how long. Right. It's a thorny issue, man. Yeah. It's a thorny issue, one that we're uh, not that involved in. <laughs> no. But if people start posting boobs on Instagram and Facebook, I, I feel like I'm going to look. You're going to look, but are you going to search it out? Like I said, mm-hmm. boobs are everywhere. Yeah. Can't escape them. Why would you want, would to? want to? Yeah. <laughs> not me. Uh, well, you said you had something yeah, that may require bring, get them. Yeah, I got to bring get them in now. Oh, boy. My boy, get them. Wow. There was a lot of, uh, not a, I won't say a lot, but there was some support for tuna slop. Looks like uh, Mary Beth isn't the only one eating it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Tuna casserole, I love it. Great comfort food, that I'm, kind of stuff. You hear about it, so it exists, so people like it. Yeah. You know? So you're wrong again? <laughs> again, still, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I know you guys don't follow uh, football at all really or closely but did you yeah. know here that brady got eliminated in the playoffs that i heard yeah it was a pretty ugly game and he l- played pretty bad he looks like a man who is getting divorced <laughs> lost the way to live he, he it looks like he is determined not to get take a hard hit like he is throwing that ball away, throwing it away. Like almost looks like Tony Randall, like throwing the ball away. Like, like, there's a reference no one's gonna have to look he up. Under, come on, yeah, a couple, come on, it's on Pluto, the like, smart gremlin. <laughs> he just looks like a man who is like, I, I, I cannot take a hit from like a twenty-year-old fucking yeah Adonis. It's probably smart of him to feel that way. Right, but you can't play quarterback in the NFL, though, if you are not willing to stand in that pocket and take that punishment. It just looks like a guy who's just like... Should have retired last year? Maybe, because but there's a lot of speculation out there that he's not going to retire and he's going to a new team. And Ooh. I could not believe this, 
that TSD Town is going to be able to break the news where Tom Brady is going to play next year because one of us at the table has access to an insider. Really? And I was like, he didn't tell me this until about 10 minutes before I was leaving at the office yesterday. I was here for three hours, and this is what he tells me as I'm walking out. Now, the person. I can see the stupid look on his face. (laughs) I'm assuming I know who it is. (laughs) Gatum has access to somebody who works at Giant Stadium. Okay. And Gatum tells me that. Popcorn? No, no. It's somebody that would have, like, contact with bigwigs. Okay. And the New York Jets are going to sign Thomas Patrick Brady to a two-year deal next year. Wow. Tom, Tom Brady is going to play for the New York Jets. And it's that, and that information comes from, get him Steve Dave, right? Wow. Yes. What do you mean? What are you shaking your head for? He's dis- yeah, he's, he's distancing <laughs> he's himself. Out. He's walking it back down. He's laughing and giggling. Like he didn't mean, he didn't tell me this with like a total straight face yesterday. And being yeah. like, I know where it's, you know, my, I don't want to, can I say who told you? Well, you've already you said so. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Nobody knows your real name, so nobody knows who your father is, right? True, true. So his father yeah. works in some sort of capacity for Giants Stadium. Okay. Has access to both Giants personnel and Jets personnel. Great. They are changing the turf next year solely based upon Tom Brady coming to play for them. They're going to grass, right? Yes, they are going to grass. Wow. Yeah. Do you know how many people – have made careers becoming NFL insiders with information like this. This is absolutely bombastic. And I want to get on the record. I want somehow for us to be the first place to call it that Tom Brady is going to be in green next year. Okay. And, and all him. other teams will be in green with envy. Yeah, all podcasts. All these sports podcasts that are going like are speculating. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got the definitive answer coming right from Gidham's father, right? Yeah. The yeah. Jets, huh? Yeah. It's, it's possible. Now, do you think this might get picked up? By the by the outlets? By the mainstream media, yeah. Two River Times. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bay Green. <laughs> uh, but now your father, t- when did he tell you this? Uh, we were having uh, breakfast uh, the other morning. And how did it come up? Uh, we were just talking about football and, uh, you know, how come he has it, you know, how, when's the last time he was at the stadium? And... Uh, the game with uh, Tom Brady against the uh, the Cowboys. So and how bad he looked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. he says what? Tell he him says, what he tell us what he said. People are on the fucking edge of their seat. He, he said, uh, you know, he goes, you know, you know, Brady might come to the Jets. No, what? Well, <laughs> what? wait a second. <laughs> what a fucking reputation on the line here. <laughs> what, he what? might not. <laughs> <laughs> because they're willing to change uh, the grass for him early, and uh, willing gonna, or they did. Uh, they're they're going to change. They, they are doing it. Yeah, and, and give him a what was it? Would you say a two year deal? Yeah, yeah, and a two year deal. What I said. <laughs> now it's on you. <laughs> <laughs> but you told me yesterday as I was walking out the dogs. My father says Tom Brady is playing for the Jets next year. And I said, what makes him say that? He goes, well, he has insider information, you said. I said, yeah, he he talks to people inside the stadium, yes. (laughs) Now, how reliable do you think this is? What would you give it on a... On a scale of probability, like percentage-wise? Sure. But he he, he is... Like, he, he has to drive people 
to their spots, right? Like he yes. has to take like the biggest executives to their their skyboxes, right? He well, not he does drive the golf cart around with the with uh, NFL uh, employees, the so. owners, right? So he would have had the Hess, the Hess, uh, the people who own the Jets, which is the, I think the Hess family, and and a lot of those rich people don't acknowledge the the peons and just talk you know loosely around them, not realizing that people are listening. Yeah. It's it's a fault. And they might tell their son. <laughs> they might pass it on to his friend. Yeah, who just happens to be on like one of the most popular comedy podcasts on iTunes. There you go. Now. To this day. They, they got to pick it up. Somebody's got to pick it up. You heard it here first. So I just got a question. The Giants play on that same field, so they would have had to agree to, to make the switch as well for yeah. the Jets. Yeah. That's – why you think that the other team would be like? Well, no, we're not going to go to. We're going to stick with turf because it's it's, it's more injury turf. Turf is more injury. They're paying just as much as the Giants to be there. I'm sure. It's, it's really, Giants. What's the name of the stadium? It, yeah, it's Giants Stadium in <laughs> yeah. name only. Well, just like they're New York Giants oh, and they play right uh, in the Big uh, Apple. I know. It's, I know. Technically, <laughs> it's technically MetLife Stadium, but right. Yeah. Right. Oh, you're right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I, I refuse to uh, you know you're bow right. down to the corporate bigwigs. No. No. Wow, do you, are you of any concern about your father losing his job or something now because of this, <laughs> or become an ESPN analyst? Uh, no, and no. <laughs> like, can these rich people now get in that golf cart? Wait a minute. First off, they, ha- they would have to figure out who his father is. Yeah, find out who he is, which is virtually impossible. Sure, he's never given out his real name. Well, well, even to Q, we know. Well, we know there's probably only a limited amount of people that drive. Them around over there. We know it's a male. We know he's white. Like I was saying, you could start narrowing all this down to like a small pool of people. And then, you know, you look, your doctor listens to the show. We found out it's right. a small world. I don't know if they would take it out on on the. Uh... And plus, it's great buzz, too. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't see his father paying any price whatsoever for. Yeah, for, know, this, for this, this leak. For leaking for this. this insider information. Yeah. yeah, but all you Jets fans out there, I'll, and you know that's great news for them. And I will become a Jets fan. For, yeah, you know, this will be uh, the one and only thing that can make me root for one of those franchises that you know spits in my face for fucking the last New Jersey team that calls themselves a New York team. Yeah, yeah, yeah they should be the New Jersey Jets. They Why really... don't they do that? <sighs> yeah, that's more cachet. It's sexier to come from New York than Jersey. Yeah, and not after De Blasio just fucking tore through that place. Yeah, that's true. But I've asked him to sit in and help uh, rate some responses to this this new uh, segment I came up with called All Apologies, where I give you guys scenarios and you can either refuse to apologize or craft an on-the-spot apology that Gidim and I will grade to see who is the better (laughs) apologist. I think we know who that is already without even playing this game. You, now, have you, have you ever had to um, issue in, in a public apology? Uh, I did. Yeah. Really? For the Ching Chong song, if you'll remember. Uh, people cut that together. This is years ago. Cut that together into uh, a song, and I, and I, I, I issued uh, an apology. Brian. No one was asking for it, though, right? No, nobody was asking. It was just to the listeners. It's all Steve Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had to apologize? Do you recall? Publicly, no. Do you recall? I, we've never really talked about it, but I had to publicly apologize uh, right before Comic Book Men came out when 
an episode of TSD came out, oh, and I yeah. and I said on the on the podcast, I was like, I just don't think women are funny, right? And got a clip for this week. <laughs> and <laughs> rekindle that fire. <laughs> I could not believe that, like, like ten days before the show is about to premiere, that Kev's wife publicly calls me out and brings attention to something that nobody fucking would ever heard. <laughs> no, really? She, I don't remember this. Yeah, she went on Twitter and was like, like, well, all first off, all the assholes uh, like that were on the VSQ board okay. alerted her, hipped her to the fact that I had said this. He said, you don't find, you gave a yeah, personal I said, opinion. I said, I don't find women funny, so. Okay. And. But that changed when you saw Ghostbusters, the new. That Ghost- <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Ghostbusters, the, the female version, yeah, had not come out yet. Watch some yeah. Elaine Boozler specials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right. like she, like she was pretty upset by it though. And like, but who does that? Who calls somebody out? Publicly, when they're when they're, when they're you're in business with the show is about like nobody would have heard about this at all. It was so important, Walt. Don't you know? So I had to like rush to Twitter. This well, how did it get to you? How did it get to you? She uh, she did it on Twitter. She was just like she right. was mad about it that I had said this, and so I went up. This is when so we how shared. Did you find account. out? It was on Twitter. It was at it, and like we shared an account at that point. Okay, oh, remember yeah. by me and right. you. All shared the Twitter account at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's right. Then everyone migrated away because they were afraid that my tweets were going to be attributed to them. <laughs> <laughs> but I went under that account and I had and I had to fashion an apology where I said I kind of think I remember what it was, where I said you know I had said something on the last episode of TSD and I spoke in, you know, in error because when, if I look back, I realize that there are plenty of women who I found funny throughout my life, like Mary Tyler Moore, uh, Sally Struthers, Lucille Ball. I don't really find Lucille funny. Uh-oh. She's the queen, but and I give her props. And uh, is that am I got to issue an apology next week? I don't know, Mister Mooney. And I said Christy Alley. I had me sure, laugh. very funny. And so it's like I was, you know, I was wrong about that, and I just want to like let people know that like there, I actually do find plenty of women funny. Did and, you throw anything in there about how, about how you're just on a comedy podcast talking <laughs> shit and nobody should take it seriously? Yeah, let alone let, no. let alone the boss's wife who then goes and publicly exposes <laughs> you. you. What a to, fucking great move. What a brainy to, move. It's <laughs> the fucking... I'm mad. <laughs> Something that nobody would have known about has gotten Which me mad. Is, <laughs> it's so funny. Like It's a podcast about fucking idiots just shooting shit about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you, somebody she, took it seriously enough. Like yeah, she acts like it's fucking 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but there, so was, there was a segment who hate listened to TSD back then on, the, on those VA boards yeah. just waiting for the opportunity to be like to alert somebody higher up that like we yeah. had said something that they didn't think was funny. Were you that, told to apologize? No. No, no okay. but I felt the heat though coming down. As, <laughs> yeah. like, what's yeah. that? Oh, a tail between my legs? <laughs> How'd that get there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that. Like I had like. Well, you probably made somebody's life a lot easier by doing that. Yeah, you were being a good friend. Yeah, I, I and I, you know, and in retrospect, what I tweeted was the truth. Like I did find Christy Alley humorous. I did find Sally Struthers funny on All in the Family. I did find Mary Tyler. Now I thought she was more hot than funny. When I was oh, a kid, yeah. when I was right. a little kid, Mary Tyler right. Moore. Yeah. Not just when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny that like you don't 
reference anyone pre 1980. <laughs> <laughs> Kirstie Alley was in the 90s. Alley, was she? Was that the 90s? Yeah. Look who's talking. That was yeah. the 90s. Oh, that's true. She just passed away, unfortunately. No, too. I know. Yeah, we lost a good one. When the night humor died. She was a whacked out Scientologist. Mary Tyler Moore too is also got, oh, not with us. Oh my God! Frank Five tweeted me, uh, texted me a link to um, an, a recent interview with Shelley Duvall. Mm-hmm. It's dude. It's fucked up. She looks like a crackhead. The guy, for whatever reason, decides to interview her while she's sitting in her car. And her car looks like one of those guys that goes down to the Collingswood auction. It's filled with garbage. Now, refresh me. Shelley Duvall is who? She she was olive oil on Popeye. She was Wendy in The Shining. Oh, God. She yeah, she always looked a little off. She, lo- she looked off. She skinny had like weird teeth, real yeah. skinny. and bo- She was a perfect Bulging olive oil. eyes. Yeah. yeah. She was hot. Then compared to now, like she's probably, I guess she's in her seventies, but like oh, not, I think she's older. not well kempt no. um, and is still fucking bitter about Nicholson getting all the attention when they shot the shining. Oh yeah. She's still worked up. Still about pissy about it. Yeah. She did give a good performance. She was great. It was in great. That, yeah. yeah. She should have like, it should have been her career that was propelled to a new heights. Mm. Come on, man. You're going against Jack Nicholson. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Nobody's going to win that battle. No one's going to win that. And supposedly, she suffered a lot of abuse on the set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her hair Kubrick was falling was out. Fucking, was a torture. Tortured her, right? Uh, yeah, there's been some contention about that, but they did They did say, like, the way he films is hellish. Yeah, she has every reason to be pissy about it. If, if the stories that, uh, that came out how Kubrick treated her on the set of The Shining are true, that's not what she's complaining about, though. She's complaining about people fawning over Nicholson. Like, oh, Jack, what do you think? Oh, Jack, should we do this? Oh, Jack, she's going. <laughs> <laughs> but Nicholson plays the same character every fucking time. I also am a little bit – I scratch my head at how huge he became as an actor. Really? Though. Yeah. It's the same character, it feels like. Yeah, but if you do something that well, then just keep doing it. Right. But the, like, he doesn't joker. have range, though. He was a pretty Yeah, but joker. it's the same character, though. So, you know, it's not like he's a Hanks. He's or but De Niro. Hanks is always kind of in that Hanks thing. But what what don't you like about it? You don't like I don't, that? I don't think. No, I I like him, but I don't know if he's like he's put in that pedestal. Like, you know, in De Niro range, and uh, who's the guy in Dog Day After Pacino? Pacino, yeah, yeah. Like, there's these lofty levels that like are reserved for, and in. in I think Nicholson is in there, though. A Few Good Men? Did you see A Few Good Men? Yeah, yeah. he was good in that. Yeah. yeah, he's good. I'm not saying he's not, but I don't know if I don't he's, think he's the same like, character. if he fucking turns water to wine. Two Jakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Chinatown, <laughs> as good as it gets. They're all different characters. I don't know. Oh, I didn't like Chinatown. You don't like Chinatown? You like Chinatown? Boring, man. Uh, yeah. Wow. All right. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Chinatown's so. pretty good, I thought. <laughs> yeah. But uh, getting back to this game or the segment, um, do you, do you, are you somebody that apologizes easy? Or do you find yourself like, you know, it's not something you enjoy doing? I don't enjoy doing it, and it probably comes <laughs> difficult to me. But, like, sometimes, like, I, I've gotten better about it over the years where right. I feel like I know I did something wrong. Like, a lot of times I would just, like, wait until it faded away and not say anything, you know, especially within relationships. Yeah. But then in time. So the relationship faded away. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, as time went on, I was just like, I'm like, all right. Like, I'm mad in the moment. I'm being a dickhead. But then later on, I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I shouldn't have done that. What about you, Q? Do you find that you, yeah, that I, you fa- that you be- maybe early on in your life it was harder to no apologize, I, or do you feel it's always been easy for you to apologize? When you're I, I never had a problem apologizing if if I if I really meant it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. I 
I think it goes a long way towards like soothing things over when you're like, oh shit, I fucked up. I might as well point this out and take responsibility. Because the other thing too, I always found like apologies is like once you apologize, like, and they're still going on about it, then they're the dickhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? You play, you know, you lay yourself down. You say, look, I fucked up. I did this wrong. I did that wrong. If they're still going on it. Then all I gotta do is sit back and let them go and go and go, and they look bad, 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 bad. Mm. Accept the apology, be gracious, and move on. Mm-hmm. What about you? Get them? Do you, do you have you found that you don't enjoy apologizing, or do you, or do you find that you, it was easy for you when you had to? Well, in the rare chances that I'm actually wrong, <laughs> just not people misunderstanding, you know what the facts are. Uh, it's but you can't call your dealing with your personality the facts. You know, that's, that's an e- – you're, you're giving yourself an out though. Like if you don't understand me or how I'm built, then – No, I'm just saying uh, if you misunderstand how the world is in general. You know, you, you may perceive it as me being wrong, but I'm actually quite right. <laughs> so no, the answer is no. He doesn't like that. You don't enjoy it though. Uh, no, no. Yeah, no. I feel like I, I kind of side with Brian as like as you age – yeah, apologies come a lot easier to give. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not as uh, self, that- as righteous. And, you're not as yeah. You don't have that young man ego <laughs> shit where it's like, how can I be wrong? <laughs> well, it's about empathy too. After a while, isn't it? Because like you get like if I've upset someone that I really care about, like I want to do anything I can to make that better. You know what I mean? So it's like if an apology is part of that, it's you know nobody wants to do it. <laughs> no. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want people that you care about to be upset or not feel good. A lot of times I'll try to rationalize it, like why I shouldn't be apologizing and why they're wrong. And then once I run out of yeah. reasons, I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I Sometimes I'll be like, look, this is why I did what I did. I just want you to know why I did it. It doesn't mean I'm right and I know I was wrong anyway, but it just didn't come from like I'm an asshole. Like I thought I was right in the moment. I'm yeah. not. I'm sorry. But then sometimes that does sound that like you're explaining yourself yeah. a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a man, goddammit. Yeah, you don't understand. <laughs> so I think we have two different judges because we'll ju- you'll be judging your apologies. Okay. You know, we have somebody here who comes from a different angle than I will. So I think that's, that's good to have two different types of judges. So the first scenario is for Q. Okay. Um. You're on a podcast, not TSD. All right. And you talk about a past relationship that you broke off because you considered the sex mediocre to boring. Mm-hmm. The day after the pod drops, you start to get hammered on social media with comments and posts such as, Q is like every other guy. They all want an inexperienced good girl who's also somehow a super freak in the bedroom. And Sounds exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> and comments such as, "Do you know this person? Does anybody have an address, <laughs> phone number I can reach out to? Uh, do you think Q ever wondered maybe it's his fault the sex was mediocre? I doubt it. Yeah. And it's sad that Q, at his age, still thinks like the sex? most important thing in a relationship is raunchy sex." Yeah, okay. 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 Do you issue an apology or do you just refuse to acknowledge it and let, hope it all dies down? Oof. See, I thought you were going to say the next day that person comes up to me 
And it's like, I heard what you said about our sex life on the podcast. Well, you didn't like, well, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. You wouldn't say your name. Sure. But uh, right. But I, that's where I thought you were going. So uh, you're apologizing. This is to, to the public. What am I apologizing? To well, the public's outrage that you. Complete strangers. <laughs> that <laughs> you broke off a, a relationship with a girl who just because you thought yeah. the sex was mediocre. I mean, my initial reaction would honestly be like, <laughs> I've done it, that. If, yeah, I have done that. I have. Uh, had it done to me. But I would be like, I've never had it. Trust me. Get him. That's, that's never happened to me. Oh, I thought you were talking about him. Oh, oh damn, damn. Talking yeah. about me. Oh, they're talking about me. How dare you? Uh, never. I would be like, look, I, honestly, I would pro- that I don't know if I'd apologize for. I'd but prob- you're getting hammered. I'd probably be like, You look, look like an insensitive ogre. Okay. I would say if you think that I was wrong to break out of that relationship because – she was boring in bed, and you're upset about that. I feel bad for your for your husband's. Oh, or boring gasoline. I would be like, and you got yeah. now you're because if you don't think that sex is one of the most important things in a relationship, then I, I feel bad for whoever you're in a relationship with. Your do you have a you have a manager a PR guy? Sure. He's he's like you. I mean, you okay. can't you can't pour Vaseline on this. You gotta fucking okay. snuff this out. People are upset. You want us to you write might've... you something that you can that you can just post? No. <laughs> now, 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 what if what if the person outs themselves? What do like, you mean? The, the girl hears well, it, outs herself. I was the one he was Twitter. talking about. Yeah, yeah. And now everyone's rushing to defend her. And she's a skank. <laughs> well, she brought it up. She heard what you said, tweeted, says, hey, he was talking about me. All I said was I got out of a relationship because the sex was bad. Ultimately, at the end of the day, There's that's no way on the planet I would think you would ever name names. Sure. But I'm saying they out themselves. Well, these Who's to believe scenarios. her, though? Why would, why would the public believe her? They're pissed off at him. They're pissed off at me. Any girl could be like, he was talking about me. Okay, okay. Like even like girls he doesn't know. Okay. But I'm just not sure what I'm apologizing for. Because you came off as insensitive. Insensitive. Yeah. And like you have one track mind you know the the caveman <laughs> toxic masculinity yeah i don't know walt i can't i know we're a, <laughs> i know we're in a fucking made-up scenario right now <laughs> but i can't do it i can't apologizing for like wanting good sex i can't i won't do it all right. all right okay all right, all right. But I gotta the season premiere okay season oh, premiere oh, oh, oh. He's on right. a- so some ants who have uh, nielsen boxes are upset yeah oh, okay <laughs> this just got serious all right uh, i'm not watching the new season ever uh you know i would be like here's what i would say i would say Perhaps I was – I think maybe I was a little coarse in how I expressed myself and, you know, was a little unforgiving of the fact that just as I expect to be under the umbrella of any sex is good sex as long as you're happy with it, like like people could have sex once a fucking every five months. But if they're happy with it, then that's a fulfilling sex life for them. Mm-hmm. And what I did was take the position that only my point of view – on what a healthy sex life looks like and was sort of judgmental about everybody else's take on it, I shouldn't have done that. What I should have done is say, hey, all sexuality, as long as everybody's satisfied, is good. Um, and as long as person A is happy and person B is happy, then nobody has a better handle on it than anybody else. And I shouldn't have been so judgmental in the way that I expressed it. I should say that, like everybody, there is a certain amount of sex that I need in a relationship. And uh, that's right for me. And and I didn't mean to make it sound like somebody who feels differently is wrong. And uh, I legitimately regret that. 
This is a man who this spent 13 years in Hollywood. Look, that's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. A lot of buzzwords yeah. in there. <laughs> and, and yeah. I, I, should be more, I should have been more yeah. inclusive rather than exclusive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, I, if I saw that apology, I'd block him on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know this guy anymore. <laughs> uh, and that's the most sincerest way I could do it. I don't want to make anybody – because, look, honestly, and this is – like, I don't want to make anybody feel bad. I don't want anybody listening to our show to sit there and be like, well, I don't have that, that sex life. So I, there's something must be something wrong. Well, all you said, I mean, you said it was boring and mediocre, but that's like subjective. It's my definition of boring. Yeah. But, but, but you're like right. Like other people applying it to themselves, they're sure. the assholes. But I don't want to make well, it. You, but like, I guess you can make the, you know, maybe what stays behind closed doors. I mean, what happens behind closed doors should stay behind closed doors, well, even if you're on a podcast. I think it's okay to talk about it, but I think – that when I talk about it, I have to keep in mind going forward that my experience <laughs> is in everybody. That finger come out. Yeah. You, see the, you see the fucking pointer finger come yeah. out? Uh-huh. He's making a point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like my experiences aren't everybody's experiences. Right? And, I, and I'm sorry that if I made anybody feel like their experiences were wrong. Okay. So, again, we're going to give one the fives on these. Okay. So uh, I'm going to give him a four. I was going to say I was about I, to say I think that was four. really good. Yeah. I like, I, I really like. It's of, sad that like there's no points taken off for how sad it is that he has to apologize for this one shit. One point was taken off for. It. Yeah, she got muscled into and it. And he didn't. He didn't. He didn't take into the. Yeah. It's it's a relationship is a shared thing. It's both parties, or at least two parties coming together. So you need to factor everyone's feelings in. Again, so. he never mentioned anybody by name though. This is just about him and his, the way his way his way of thinking that would put people off. Yeah, but for him to people say the sex people. is boring, it might have been exciting to the other person. Did he ever uh, communicate? It was. <laughs> I just can't believe. Trust me on that one. Again. I can't it believe was. we actually live in a world because this doesn't seem that crazy. Oh, it gets better. (laughs) That somebody who's like, yeah, I'm not really into boring and mediocre sex would be attacked. (laughs) And held to to some fucking standard where he's he's forced to apologize. (laughs) But it's like it it could be totally real. Like if that happened, I would be like – You're absolutely right. (laughs) Okay. So, Brian, what did you think of though his crafted apology though? I think it was pretty good. Yeah. If you're going to apologize – if you're, if you're going to just fucking – He found the angle to go to. He yes. didn't grovel though. No. I wish he had groveled a little bit more. I would have gave him a five if there was a little bit more like, please yeah. forgive me. Or, mm-hmm. Never said forgive. Never said I'm in please. therapy now. I'm taking a step back. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Always room for improvement. Yeah. So what are you giving him? Four. Another four. Wow. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Who will be the Four will save apologist. your career. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think three and above, and you, you still got a job. I think you're all right. I like to win titles when we do Tom Steve Gaper. <laughs> this is the one where I'm like, I'd be okay losing this. <laughs> all right, Bri. Here's your scenario. Right. Um, you are booked at a con in California, but they are dealing with intense, months-long wildfires that have roads closed and make you sit in traffic for hours and hours after getting off your plane. You tweet, quote, you're not going to make it at all to the con this weekend, along with the link to the Billy Joel song, We Didn't Start the Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Backlash is immediate. (laughs) With comments such as, what an asshole. Guess that beard covers his ears 
because he's fucking one tone-deaf idiot. <laughs> and who is paying to get a photo with anyone from CBM at a con in 2023? <laughs> it's just, just, just a These are all on, on, on Space Monkeys episode? Yeah. Or is this... <laughs> <laughs> so... This one's this one. You might have a harder uh, time saying you don't need to apologize this for this though. Um, question. Yes. Has anyone died yet? In the nobody's wildfire? died yet. Okay, nobody's died yet in the wildfire. They're just you know, there's a lot of road closures. A lot of people put putting their lives at risk to try to stop these fires from you know burning more land and trying to keep mm. it contained. Yeah, yeah. And it's a mm. fucking intense. But you know, Brian Johnson's stuck in traffic. Right, bored. <laughs> he's, making, he's making light of it. Yeah. On my way to a con to make sixty dollars. <laughs> I'm pissed. I want that money. <laughs> I spent 120 on the banner. <laughs> uh this is a rough one because like even if like if I saw somebody else tweet that, yeah. I would be like, what an idiot. Like, why, <laughs> like even I would think that. Okay. Like, why the fuck would somebody tweet that? Because it's like, one, it's not really that funny. It's like the song doesn't have anything to do with forest fires. <laughs> it's a different kind of fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess I was trying to take the blame off you for like, because you're, I figured in my head you're like, you know, you're prone to cancel on these cons. Right. But in this way, you're saying, hey, I didn't start the fire, but I'm still not going to get there. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Right, not my fault. Stop. Yeah, don't bitch that I'm not going to be there because it ain't my fault. <laughs> no, have I heard bitching up to that point? <laughs> Nobody said anything. <laughs> Nobody's tweeted me in three days. I'm at the con. Where's Brian Johnson? His booth's empty. Yeah, the only person I'll be wondering that would be Ming. <laughs> he fucking said he was going to be here. Um, I, Ming wouldn't be wondering. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> not at all. He already gave your seat away to somebody else. Yeah. Okay, on one hand, I would like to say that I'd be like, I'm not apologizing for this. It's fucking – if I really? just I've, – I've seen stuff. Like I've said things and, and people have gotten upset and I just don't address it See, and it goes po- away. I'm sorry. I just want to interrupt you. I crafted the, this one so – I figured so fucking out of bounds that you couldn't be like, I'm not going to apologize so we could no, no, no. play the I, game. I will apologize. <laughs> I don't want to. Though. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't want to. But uh, I would be like, you know – I, it's come to my uh, attention that people aren't too happy with my last tweet. Uh, I deleted it because I realized later on that I was just sort of following in the footsteps of greats like Gilbert Godfrey who didn't recognize oh. the, that Oop. tragedy plus time. You dropped something right there. <laughs> it's a name. <laughs> <laughs> tragedy plus time equals comedy and I really – just sort of hopped on it without thinking about the people who are mm-hmm. actually suffering through this for like what really wasn't that funny of a joke. So sorry about that. Done. Yep. Done. Short and sweet. I'm not, I'm not good taking diversity training and, <laughs> and all kinds of other stuff like you. I, I feel dropping that name though. Kind of like tra- he's trying to put himself in the same shoes as compares yeah. himself to yeah. a great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tend to think I tend it's to, not a great apology. <laughs> I tend to, what are you talking about? Bry would go the uh, William Shatner route. route. How's that? Just be like get a life. Just well, he's, but that's the one you can't fucking pre- pre- present yourself with another scenario that he didn't tweet. He tweeted that what he just told you. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna give him a two. A two. A two. I don't. If you had not brought in Gilbert Godfrey into the. Your, I learned from his mistakes. I know, but you're still putting you yourself didn't learn on from the his same. Mistakes. <laughs> I learned now. <laughs> uh, two. I'm gonna say a three. 
Wow, one three? less than mine? <laughs> Jesus Christ, where's the well, break? Because I, I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm agreeing with him. It's if that's what you feel is the proper answer, but not agreeing with him. Well, how is much? As how much more am I supposed to say? I mean. It's not like you're I right. Just, I, I didn't start the fire. I made a <laughs> I made I made a bad I made a bad joke about it. That's where my culpability lies. Like how much apologizing am I supposed to do? I think I would keep it short. Like Q is like one of four in his tweets. Yeah, that wasn't 140 character apology. No, no, no Q. way. Yeah, no. Uh, mine mine is mine is it within like the 140. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel that there was a big giant misstep by bringing up Gilbert Godfrey to kind of deflect. Mm-hmm. You know, Gilbert did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made fun of tsunami victims. It's just a wildfire. Water puts out fire. Nobody's even dead, according to Gidham. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Q, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. After ordering lunch for the IJ crew, you accidentally tip $2,000 instead of $200. Mm. You call the restaurant and they refund it. Yeah. But the delivery guy goes on social media and blasts you for being a cheapskate. Social media starts calling you Lion Brian mm-hmm. and Brian Budget Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lion Brian, Brian Budget Discount Q. Yeah. <laughs> do you apologize or do you let this one just blow over? This one I would – I probably wouldn't apologize for because I'd be like, fuck you people. Why am I – why do I got to pay $2,000 you're on you're, a tip? you're a name, you don't uh, – People will be like, well, you can afford it. You should have just done it. You should have just left it for him. That made his day. Then you took it away. I'm not saying any of that. All right. If I got to apologize, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, I'm going to blame my assistant. I'm going to be like, (laughs) I had nothing to do with any of this. I'm only hearing about it when you're hearing about I will be like, look. How about this? I'll donate some money to like that fund for uh, waiters and, and whatever that we're out of work from the pandemic. That's helping with that. And we'll just move on to important things. Dude, uh, you having a fucking career, yeah. In becoming a PR guy, like yeah. in your like, you're that is fucking awesome. Thank you. Donating to the waiters, yeah, from the pandemic. I yeah. would, I On would write. Cuff. This I, is just like boom, boom, boom. I would write because yeah, because he's fucking doing anything for damage control. <laughs> he's so fucking afraid he might lose a nickel. <laughs> he might lose eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he should be giving it directly back to the guy. Like the guy's no. like, I thought I had two grand. Now I got two hundred, and all, all, he's going to spread out no. all the other waiters. What are they going to get a dollar each? Fucking the the delivery guy's playing checkers. Q is playing chess. He now the guy can't bitch when he goes. I'm going to donate that eighteen hundred dollars that you should have got to the fucking waiters charity because now that guy can't go out and bitch now. No, no. If Q was sure playing chess, no way. If Q was playing chess, he would have turned it around. And made it. Why aren't they? Why aren't waiters being paid a livable wage? No, I don't know about that. No. no, it's too convoluted. Uh, I'm hooking myself into an issue that I have no part of at that point. <laughs> it all comes from a mistake. For you, you, you become an. Yeah, but he's. I don't really, want to be an advocate. Yeah, he, yeah but at the end of the day, you also got to remember he really doesn't care all that much. He, yeah. he just wants to escape a little bit of the heat. You know, make himself look good. Blame somebody else. Yeah. That he That's has okay. to work with every day. Is gonna Why be the fuck? I blame rooms. Gilbert, and I didn't get any points for that. <laughs> you know, you're putting yourself in, in the same shoes, like as Q said, as a as legend. A legend. <laughs> <laughs> People yeah. got mad at me, like well, comic book men, when uh, Stan was in, and I sat on the counter with him. Right. Oh, people got upset about that. I remember that. Yeah, and Which I remember is really I, weird. And I remember people tweeted about it, and I wrote, I wrote back. I was like, "What? He creates comics, and I create comics. What's the difference?" <laughs> <laughs> that was my apology. That's good. You're right. 
So I'm going to give Q another four. Nice. Nice. I'm going to give him a three. You're going to put it up there with the Gilbert Godfrey one? <laughs> <laughs> it was really good, though. Like, off the cuff. Like, like you can't stymie this guy. Yeah, like I said, I think, I think he could have done a little better. I know you think he was playing chess. <laughs> and maybe he was. I'm thinking he's playing 3D chess. Oh, get him. Bri? Yeah? You reveal on a pod, not TSD, that you're not a fan of foreign movies and you rarely will watch one. The internet explodes with posts like, CBM must stand for cis-biased male. <laughs> and if he's xenophobic about movies, you know he's xenophobic <laughs> about everything else. I remain quiet because it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even want to watch one of their movies. <laughs> xenophobic about people from New York. Of course it's <laughs> xenophobic about movies. <laughs> Oh, that's a tough one to apologize for because I don't like foreign movies. Um, I would be like, look, what I should have included was that one of the reasons I'm not crazy about foreign movies is that my eyesight is failing and I have to, you know, use subtitles. And a lot of times it's just hard for me to read the subtitles unless I'm on, like, on top of the TV. Plus, foreigners are dirty. <laughs> now, that part I wouldn't put in. Um, and uh, to tell you the truth, it, it reminds me of everyone going on about cultural appropriation because many times I don't understand the movie. I'm just like I don't have that context or that experience to be able to fully appreciate it. So a lot of foreign movies are just lost on me. But you I don't like want it. to try to learn? Nope. Oh, I like it. He, he's playing the pity card, and he played it well. You know, mm -hmm. he's old and feeble. Can't yeah. Mm -hmm. can't Take pity on me, people. Can't understand the, the plots of movies any longer. I I could, I could, <laughs> he just has to watch <laughs> earnest movies. <laughs> I can hardly read the tweet. I guess that's how bad my eyesight is. I, I would have liked to have thrown some dyslexia in, maybe. Like, like I'm dyslexic, and I can't read and the, the I, I'm giving out a four. Nice. All right. Yeah, that was a good one. What about you? Get him. Uh, I'm going to go with three. Oh, get him. I you're I, on I my side. He's got no credibility. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Q. Yeah. I think if he, I think if he was said, maybe I haven't found the right film, and embrace the audience and pulled them in by offering you suggestions. Mm. Okay, that so would have increased his. Yeah. So the score right now is twelve, fifteen to twelve. Well, that's not bad at all. Yeah. So this I is the final one, and it's apology. for both of you. Oh. oh, So you'll both be able to craft apologies, hopefully. Now, Brian, you're going to get to go first, so Q will be okay. at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. might be forced to steal some of your apology, which, you know, we'll be make Counted sure. against him. Make sure that, we, you know, we, we uh, acknowledge, you know, if he tries to take any of your apology. Okay. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> so you both are on a pod, and... You get into a discussion about how you discovered online that there's a segment of women who are into guys with really small members. You both tell the obligatory small dick jokes and have a laugh, only to find out after the pod drops that you're getting hammered. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Again? <laughs> well, this is the third week up. in a row. <laughs> stop putting out episodes. <laughs> but posts such as... Of course the rich guy who is on TV and handsome feels a need to make fun of guys who by no fault of their own don't quite measure up to him. 
Oh, so we're not making fun of our own small dicks. No. We're mocking other people. Yeah, you're oh, mocking gosh. the guys with, you know, and it's also, you know, they're also, this here, you're, you're making fun of the teeny fraction of the female population who might actually be into less endowed guys. Teeny. I guess we don't deserve love at all. Um, teeny. Bri, you're getting at it with this coming from a guy who thinks a comedy genius is bullying a small Asian man. Go and, on. And uh, finally, either this is a case of toxic masculinity or two insecure douchebags. Regardless, I will revel in their cancellation. Wow. Yeah, huh. I'm mad about this. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. You're taking the females who are into this in <laughs> to these guys. You're taking the piss out of them, and you're going a little hard on the guys yeah. when, who are not as endowed. You know, you're right. really going after them and kind of yeah. like made them feel marginalized. Oh, this is a tough one because I don't give a fuck at all. <laughs> like if we made those jokes, I don't care how many people were like, that's not cool. I'd be like, it's a joke, you fucking idiot. Relax. Um, okay. This is a definitely a, a dreamt up scenario because any of the people who are – like if it's a dude going after you. Yeah, it's uh, weird. Uh, yeah, you're kind of outing you're yourself. Out yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the chicks, though, might be mad who are just like, you know what? Like, that's what I like. Yeah, I'm not a size queen. Right. Like, why am, I, why am I to be made fun of by the likes of you? Because I, like, I'm more comfortable and it feels better with the just right size. I wasn't talking about her. I wasn't talking about like, I, I feel like many people have misconstrued our comments, which really were just jokes. Nobody knows what QRI are packing, so it could stem from uh, some – self uh, lack of self-confidence but as with everything we try to make things lighthearted and funny for everyone evidently we didn't succeed this time certainly i didn't even take the women into consideration who revel and enjoy small penises <laughs> i've yet to meet any but <laughs> oh. I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. And, and for that, for that, I'm sorry. Yeah, for, that, for that, I'm sorry. Uh, as far as the guys are concerned, hey, you're right. It's, it's like being born. Like I wasn't born handsome. And if people make fun of me for being not good looking, I don't particularly care for it either. So to all my small wienered bros out there, sorry about that. Hmm. Did it sound genuine? No, not really. <laughs> well, it's not, so yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't have. Well, that, well, now we got the fucking who's, who's the biggest MVP pony? over there? The guy who has fucking Oof. hit it out of the park the last two times. Can you top that apology, Q? Can you come at an angle that? I think my angle would be this. It's well, cold. first, it's cold. Would you apologize? <laughs> <laughs> no, it should yeah. be a tough one to apologize but for. If I was going to take a shot at it, I'm really in trouble here. The heat's on. Uh, I got. I got. What podcast are they? Is it a humor podcast or is it a? It was a. It doesn't like a, matter. Yeah, I think it, it does. Matter. Like if you're making jokes on it, it's on the mic podcast. and make sure that's, <laughs> that's all they want. That's all they want to talk that's, about. That's, that's, that's the point. Get him. <laughs> it was a three-hour pod talking about small Spike dick and sming show. Mike and Smith. <laughs> yeah, their names legally changed. <laughs> you're either with VSQ or you're not. <laughs> I want to see those new birth certificates. <laughs> the is like, well, that didn't work out too good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even getting any money for this. <laughs> and I still answer the Sming for him. <laughs> 
I even went a step further. It's Smith. <laughs> Go on, Q. Uh, I know you got it in you. You have been like, you are the goat of Apollo. Well, I don't know. This one might fall apart. I, all right. <laughs> are we assuming like I'm in serious trouble here? I got to get ahead of this thing? Um, or my because there's two different apologies here. There's the one I got to get ahead of this thing because the real problems are down, or this is some fucking maniacs online complaining. What do I feel in the moment? Uh, I think that your your PR team is in uh, full fledged fucking four alarm fire here. Four alarm fire. <laughs> four alarm fire. I'm coming out like. This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to be like, look, I, I'm an insecure person because I have a three-inch penis, and uh, this, uh, this has made me uh, ashamed and embarrassed my entire life, and that is why I so, whoa. I just tell them I have a small dick, put myself out there like that, throw myself on the fucking you altar. Proof? Well, yeah, because that's the go-to <laughs> joke for so many people. Like Kevin's been using that forever. So many uh, guys right, think it's so funny to get up it? on stage all and right. talk about a small dick. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, you, like all you right. do some sort of like for charity. You're like you're going to go get a um, like a some sort of like colonostomy or something like that. You know okay. how like the, how you know how that that lady did it for um, on the Today Show. What was that? Well, that? It's like she did it like – and she showed everything. Okay. All For right. The good of like like pr- promoting like so people going to get the health. It's provable I don't have a three-inch penis. So I can't yeah, lie and yeah. say that. Okay. All right. Uh, there's pictures like online. Pictures out Not there. like what – like clothes. <laughs> yeah. And there's some sleuths out there. That sure. Like, look at the way that – you know the – Okay. All right. Bump. There's they pictures with... of you in gray sweatpants. So I can't just emasculate myself <laughs> and get out of this. Yeah. Then you're gonna that even, was my it's plan. It's going to be worse because you right, get caught okay, lying. Okay, all right. All right. All right. I can't emasculate myself and get out of it. Well – um. What was that lady's name? Hmm. Kathy Lee Gifford? No. Hoda Kotep? Her husband died and then she did it. She went and did like a... Frank Gifford's not alive. No, forget it. (laughs) Frank Gifford? No, it wasn't Kathy Lee Gifford. Man, this is a rough one. Was it Kelly? Kelly Rip? No, it wasn't Kelly Rip because Mark Consuelos is still alive. So you have no angle, huh? No, I have an angle. I'll come up with an angle. All right. Let's just say... Well, ultimately, we have to look at what we did, right? Which is, I upset two groups of people. One, men with micro penis, because I made fun of them publicly, and then the women who like it feel like I'm dismissing them as there's something wrong with them. Yeah, as if they're so the, freaks. The damage that I'm trying to fix here is to make these people not feel like freaks, mm-hmm. right? Even though they are. <laughs> well, uh, so that's what you that's what you got to address, which is like, look, I said something the other day. It was it was, you know, kind of thoughtless. I didn't really put the the thought into it. Um I grew up from a time where people just fucking ripped on each other for stuff like this, and uh, as I got older, you know, I didn't learn anything. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> You're supposed to grow up a little bit as you go, but every once in a while you slip back and 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 honestly, I got to be honest with everybody listening to this. I didn't think that would bother anybody. And that's on me. Uh, I've learned through this process that, uh, you know, man, every word really has meaning. <laughs> Everyone. Every, every word has impact, man. And, like, and, and like again, it just goes back. The last thing I want to do is have people upset. At I never want to upset anybody. And I failed in that. I upset people with pretty casual thoughtlessness for, for a tired – joke that wasn't even funny 20 years ago so i failed on every level here and the only thing i could do is apologize to everybody that i've made feel bad about it and uh really examine like why why am i still leaning on these tired old jokes 
Um, so this is like not only an apology, but it's a promise for growth <laughs> on my end. And and I appreciate your patience. No more small guys. dick jokes. Yeah, no more. I, I didn't realize that. You it make so many of them now. Well, let me tell you something. Like, I, and I've told this story before, and this is part of the apology. Uh, <laughs> Are you on like a talk show? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on Kathy Lee. Uh, uh, and this this really happened years ago, but a little person came up to me at a at one of our live shows and says, "You know, my wife uh, and my children are all little people. You must have the smallest cock." Yeah, <laughs> and he, he, he came up to me with his wife and said, "Me, my wife, and my kids watch your show, and we feel safe watching it because." N- we know that you guys aren't going to make fun of us in our condition, and we don't always have that when we turn on the TV. Like, there are still people making jokes about the condition we have, and we know that you guys don't do that. And that's where I want to live, and that's what I want to be to people. And I failed that to the men suffering from this condition and the women who like it. Uh, and I failed you guys, and I, and I don't want to do that, and I apologize to you guys. And if you give me another chance to be a place that you can come to just for laughs, uh, I would relish that opportunity, but if not, I understand that I apologize either way. He should get this is sickening. <laughs> Will you go, go one step further and make a like a hundred thousand dollar donation to, <laughs> to like one of those bills that it, like extends? <laughs> now you're in for a hundred and one thousand and eight hundred dollars, including the waiter. <laughs> he's absolutely great at it, right? I, I, he's had years and years to practice being phony. <laughs> And that's what this all comes down to. He's not – he doesn't really feel this way. It's not funny. I'll bet you he feels that way about the dwarves or the little people. Definitely. That's what I'm drawing on because I felt in that moment, oh, wow, that's But you know if you made a little cock joke and there was some dude like, hey, I got a little cock. Like you know you wouldn't care. You couldn't. You'd be like, whatever, dude. That's your fucking problem. This is my point though. You all – yeah, it it can be their problem or you could legitimately feel bad that you made someone feel bad and – Try and fix that. Like I don't – I legitimately don't want to make anybody feel bad. But they feel bad because they're over – they're overreacting. They're oversensitive. Like you can't be – you can't be accountable for everybody's feelings, Q. No, you can't. These little dick guys, they got to be like, look, man, everybody's making fun of you, not just me. Yeah, and but- these women that – these fucking phantom women – these, <laughs> that, oh, you that, know that enjoy, You think there are women who are like, I totally well, get off I on micropenis. There's women who get off on micropenis. I mean, yes. I'm sure there's some, there's, but it can't be a large contingent. It just can't be. People like medium, for, medium to large. They're looking for something that's a little bit that can't less. even penetrate. No, we're talking. You know, we're just looking for something that they look. They're not looking for a hog. Hmm. They're just looking for like a little like. They don't want a yacht. They want a dinghy. Yeah, it just feels better. It's just more comfortable. I, you do more with that. I, feel- I don't think so. <laughs> I've seen micropenis. I don't think you can do much with that. <laughs> I feel Q could have elevated the sufferers of this condition mm. a little more than he oh, Like how? really made them part of a protected how? group? No, be like, you know, the measure of a man is not the size uh, of his penis. That's, it's that's, But that's condescending. Like I'm no, telling them what a measure of a man is. No, that's no, not my role. No. My role BQ is to has deemed take, you men. No, <laughs> yeah, like my role is to take responsibility for what I said, not to impart lessons to people. But you know what's scary is because I agree with you with what you said. You, even in real life, I agree with you about the sentiment of like, hey, I don't want to say anything that's going to upset people. Right. But the scary thing is though then that it makes you not want to say anything then though, right? Because you get, you get so like fucking like worried about what you say. 
Yeah. I, I, it's like, it all comes down to the same thing, which is just like, use it. Cause we in this room all tend to like look at sincerity as some sort of crime. It's a weakness. Yeah. Or some sort of weakness. But like, if you don't look at things from that point of view, it's pretty easy to apologize because like, if you don't want to hurt someone and you did and you just look back why you did it, I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's pretty easy. Right. See, I, I always, but you can, but you could slip and make a mistake though. Uh, sure. Right? You know, you say something and you get caught up, you make a joke and you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I had made that joke. I made a joke one time that I, to this day, I regret. We, uh, it was the first screening of Vulgar. And I don't know what made me say it, but we wow, were. we're going back to 96. This would have been like, no, this would have been like 2001. Okay. 2000, somewhere in there. It was like the first screening in a theater in New Jersey. And I was up front with, uh, uh, to doing a Q and a with, uh, Monica, mm-hmm. the, who was the producer of the movie. And she, I said, uh, yeah, we're here to talk about the movie. You can ask us any questions you want. Just don't ask her her bra size. She won't tell me. She's not going to tell you. I don't know why I thought it was funny. Um, it didn't get a laugh <laughs> and I could feel her eyes on me. Like what the fuck dude? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, it was one of those things where I'm like, why did I say that? I don't think I ever apologized for it. Probably, I think I, I think it was contact? actually the first time. Uh, no, I haven't spoken to her in, in many in oh. many years. I think she'd be like, "What are you talking about? I don't you even remember this." Down, oh yeah, I probably could. Yeah, because she kept working in the industry. Yeah, yeah. You can make right. I don't before know. you leave this. Why don't you give a sincere apology right now? Yeah, yeah, I could do that because we were in a place. Uh, I also somebody else. They were. I was like, "Hey, where are you from?" And he goes, "Manville." And I was like, "Well, if I was gay, that's where I'd want to live." Like, it, it wasn't a successful <laughs> first. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was not seasoned at that point. <laughs> I, um, is, there, is there like is there moans or is it just like crickets? Uh, the bra was crickets. Manville. I don't remember. I can't. I, it's so lame. I can't. I can't. You really, I can't imagine there were many you chuckles. Get better from. though. With your, your gay jokes. You, you upped your gay joke game. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The- I had some practice, you know. <laughs> 10,000 hours. Because, <laughs> no, I mean, you are the master. I mean, as Tom Bookman would, would attest to. I mean, you could turn any comment into a gay joke. Yeah. Not many fucking dudes can do that. Mm-hmm. And they want to take it away from me. <laughs> They're complaining about it. Innocent, innocuous comment. And somehow you could put a spin on it. There's a dick in my mouth. How does, yeah, well, how does cum taste? I, um, when I worked for the bank, yeah. after Hurricane Katrina, we decided to hold a fundraiser. And so it was our department's job to come up with like a, fl- a flyer for it. And I had just seen a Gerald McRaney television show. Uh, the guy played Major Dad. And so I put on the flyer, I was like, you know, come support the victims of Katrina because sometimes bad weather happens to good people because it was a line I heard on the show. And I, my boss didn't go over the, the, the copy before I handed it out to everybody in the building. And I had to go back and request them all to get pulled back. Really? And that's actually that sounds more clever than like yeah, like insensitive. People were getting I upset. I, Why are they upset? By he that? he was. He's like, he goes, what the fuck? What are you doing? I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I go. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. Have you never seen Major Dad? <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even Major. It was this other show. But I'm like, I you know, I'm like, sometimes bad weather happens to good people. I'm saying these are good people who had 
you know, bad weather happened to them. And that's why we're supporting him. He was so I don't, furious. I don't know what he's upset about. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. I, I don't Maybe know, he but, thought he was being flippant. But they're raising money. Like, right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they're not they're clearly not being flippant. They're yeah, but it's, but yeah, it's also not the time to try to be clever. I thought it, I thought it was not clever more as it was like impactful like you know hey you know because I think like the episode the episode that it dealt with like somebody couldn't get to like the parole hearing on time and like they were going to arrest him and they, you know his his point was sometimes bad weather happens to good people. You know, he was on his way here, he got stuck by a flood. Right. Yeah. So, like, it was, I was trying to be... It never really works out for you when you ad lib, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think Stick I would learn to that? the script. <laughs> so, Q, you are... Yeah. ...the ultimate apologist. Yeah, man. What a I, title. That doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I've been sucking balls for fucking 13 years now. <laughs> Big and small. All, you, all you sorts of balls. That, man. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I, I knew Brian would have a hard time with the game. I didn't, I didn't know you were going to be so good at it, though. But you know, if this proves popular, we'll, we'll do it again. Yeah. Well, how much did I lose by? Uh, seven points. Did you grade the last one? No. <laughs> How did I lose my seven? I, I was only down by three. Because I, his last apology was so good. There was no yeah. chance. Double, double fives? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Sorry, bud. Can, next time good. I mess up with Walt, can I uh, oh, reach out to you for yeah, yeah. Uh, an apology? Okay. It's all, just put the other person first. Talk from their point of view. And you got it. And you're good. That's it. What if, um, like, let's say, because today people look back, it's like, hey, a kid got a, um, a, a college scholarship. But wait, when he was 11, he tweeted something yeah. that he shouldn't have tweeted. So now we're going to take the scholarship away. Yeah. If somebody, like, unearthed a note or, like, a cartoon drawing you made from high school. Okay. Pretty offensive. Staten Island offensive. Somebody, somebody finds a drawing I did in high school that's offensive today. Today, These are, this scenario is too real, though. Like that's why I stuck with like out like the most the outlandish stuff, the outlandish, and you know, because you know that's a legitimate thing that you would you you would want to like get in front of and mm-hmm. try to really put the fire. You couldn't just be like, I, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, you can't take the flipping. Like you signed to Brian Quinn on. <laughs> like, I never did that. I don't know why you guys, anybody can do that. Yeah. You just wrote Q. <laughs> <laughs> like in high school? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good game. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I'm not good at apologizing, but maybe with some practice. Well, yeah. So maybe get a little better. You, know, you take a little bit of what you learned here today at, at this ping pong table and mm-hmm. implement it in your real life. He won't. Because his his approach, and this is one of the reasons I love you, this isn't a negative, this isn't a bug, this is a feature, is you think everybody else is a fucking idiot. So you're never... So, so you can't... That's not a fucking plus, though. It is, it is for him. So, so, the, so any apology coming from you will not be sincere because you already think that position's stupid. Yeah. So it's a placation, <laughs> not an apology. <laughs> Let me see if I can get these assholes to stop bothering me. <laughs> literally all it is with you. You're just like, which is, you know, great. <laughs> but I meant in his, like, in his, his real world situation. Yeah, though. so did I. His family. <laughs> <laughs> so let, me, let me throw some corn in front of these pigeons. <laughs> They'll pick it right up. I was exclusively talking about his real life. <laughs> Oh, Mary Beth, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why are you wearing sunglasses? <laughs> I can hear your eyes rolling. <laughs> Tell him, Steve Dave. <laughs>